0: Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our pop culture, and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching Reboot the Guardian Code. Ooh, a mystery. <laughs> Indeed. Um, this one takes a little break from its normally lighthearted, completely <laughs> innocuous uh, storytelling. Yeah, where they're like, oh, we made it rain. This is when they're yeah. going to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sorcerer is after some nuclear launch codes. Um, so do with that what you will, I, I guess. His, his plan is to kill some people. His plan is to kill all the people, I think. Well, I mean, he only had... A, well, I don't know how many nukes it takes to blow up the world, so... Yeah. Maybe... I'm gonna say he only had access to the one, but maybe that's all you need to kill everyone. Or at least to start World War III, like Nance says. Yeah, they did keep saying that. But, uh, yeah. So, that, you know, brace yourselves, I guess. Buckle up. <laughs> Hold so, on to your butts. Uh, yes. Hold on to them. They may fly away. So we open up, and we're at DIS in some place. I think later they say it's somewhere in the Midwest. Okay. So the sorcerer may or may not be in the same city as the kids. It is unclear. (laughs) But he did somehow scam his way into this building that apparently needs better security. Yeah. And uh, because they let this very dirty man walk around with his hood up, and he bumps into some guy who's got glasses. And apparently that was enough to transfer a virus. I think he tapped his phone on the other guy's phone. Yeah, I know Samsung does that thing where you can bump contacts or whatever. But, like, I've never used it. And You need to have your phone, you know, you need to make sure that it's ready to receive that before it'll work. Yeah, but, Sky you're not uh, Hacker Supreme, like the the Sorcerer, so... Is, is that, like, the Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah, but, like, but for a hacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. It's probably got a fancy hat. He's got that hood. Yeah, that's what I meant. Fancy hat. <laughs> so uh, we see the sorcerer smile, um, but not with his teeth, which is thankful for all of us because they're gross. But we jump over to uh, Alan Turing High School, where Parker and Vera are watching a movie that seems to be about vampires or some such, and it ends with two people smooching. Can we talk about how they're not watching that movie full screen? <laughs> yes, let's. The fuck. <laughs> uh, maybe, well, they are at school. Maybe Parker was doing some homework on the other side while Vera was watching the movie. I think Parker's clearly already seen it, but Vera should have also already seen it because she's part internet and can stream stuff. I would imagine directly into her eye holes. Yeah, she I forget mention, how it works with her because she they does never mention told us later that she reviewed like thousands of movies so i think she was like 800 but that's still a lot of movies to do in a day yeah i he probably chose this one because they're smooching and he's like pretty good right yeah and then they talk would about... you like to try that <laughs> uh vera says that she liked the part where the guy saved the girl yeah like, eh, you could probably do better than that hun. and it's apparently vampire squid men It's a series of movies that Parker seems to like. But Vera likes it for reasons that aren't super explained, other than it has corny dialogue. And it seems like he's going to try to talk her into smooching. But then Austin comes over and blows up his game. And kisses him instead. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he does get real close in. Yeah. Uh, And then he's like, we're going to be late to fourth period. And apparently Vera and Parker have been sitting there for two hours? I don't know. I just don't know. And they watched a movie. So where were they during third period? Maybe had maybe study hall, but I feel like you still need to be in a place. Yeah. Not you just, can't just hang out. In the And Vera's lounge? watch stopped, but she's also part internet, so she should know what time it is all the time. Yeah. I just want to know what Vera is. Is she a people or a robot? But in any event, Parker's like, oh shit, I do have to go to school. That's what we're doing here in school. And Vera does her weird bird neck bob thing, and she indexes a bunch of information about time. Because it's a human concept, and she starts talking about how it's the fourth dimension and then it, and blah, 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 blah. And then it really it really turns Parker on. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the head bob. Maybe that's yeah, his he's, thing. He's real gross. He's a gross person. So we cut back to DIS, I don't know, Ohio, and uh, Glasses, he doesn't get a name, so don't worry about it. Glasses c- goes into his office, and he plugs his phone in because the virus that the the sorcerer bumped in there... Was to fuck up with his battery readout, so he's like, "Oh, I got two percent battery. Better connect it to my computer for charging purposes, and that's enough to get the the sorcerer inside of his computer." Yep. And then we cut back to the sorcerer's gross cave, dungeon lair, and he's got his hood up, and he straight up looks like Darth Sidious in the shot because <laughs> he's so pale and it's like lit with blue filters. He's gross. He's a gross, man. Take a shower and brush your te- brush your teeth. what he looks like in real life. I don't know. So Glasses uh, starts typing in, and he logs into the account. And the DIS symbol straight up looks like the Decepticon symbol. Sure does. It's got little wingies on the sides, and that's pretty much the only difference. But he does some hacking, you know, how easy hacking is for him, and he takes over this computer. And then instead of, like, like, the screens pop up that definitely say, hey, you're being hacked. And Glasses doesn't do anything about it. Like, cut the hard line, yo. This is what the sorcerer looks like in real life. He looks he's a not, lot like Rob Lowe. Hey, he's not he's, that shiny. He's a handsome fella. He's got a very strong jaw. Yeah. Uh, but Glasses has his computer hacked and he doesn't really do anything, even though working at the Department of Internet Security, he doesn't know how to fix the problem. Maybe he's just like a secretary or something. Yeah. But in any event, uh, he's irrelevant, but he's the one what fucked up so bad. He's just an yeah. HR guy. It <laughs> could be. Uh, but that, the sorcerer is nice enough to leave his very obvious symbol, which is basically the biohazard symbol, but purple and pointier. Well, if you're gonna do all this hacking, you need people to know that it's you. I mean, I feel like you probably don't want anyone to know it's you. That way you can get away with it. Well, clearly he does want people to know. He does have an ego trip problem, but all supervillains do. So the sorcerer hacks in and he's taking over some of the DIS helicopters in the internet. Uh, and he flies them over to uh, the nuclear launch code yeah s- store <laughs> yes because the DIS has access to everything it's linked to military systems and probably bank accounts and your email so it has he has your nudes now also. Don't worry Sky. your nudes are safe with me <laughs> That's why I, always, I only use Polaroids <laughs> um, but he's like I'm gonna FedEx launch them to me. <laughs> I'm going to launch a nuclear warhead, and the damage I will cause will be frightening, which is weird wording, but then he seems to realize that... It's not untrue. True. But then he has, like, a minor glitch, and his head shakes, and he's, like, devastating. It was real weird, because he's never done that before, and it's a weird element to introduce 14 episodes in. I know he's only been in, like, seven of them, but come on. The nuclear launch code part of the internet looks like a satellite. And it's got gears also because gears that don't really seem to be doing anything. I think it's supposed to be like a a, a combination lock, and those the gears are for the the swivels. Yeah, but some of those gears aren't connected to anything. <laughs> they are not. They are purely decorative. But that's where uh, the the what's his face the sorcerer has sent all of the DIS planes. The security of the. Uh, launch code area comes out, but they're all one-hit kills, so it's not super difficult to overrun them with helicopters. Yeah. They shoot their way in. It's very uninteresting. Pretty uninteresting for such high stakes. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's almost like at no point did we actually think he was going to get a nuclear <laughs> weapon and kill everyone in this children's TV show. Yeah. It's a weird premise. So, uh, the there. <laughs> The nuclear launch code is only 12 digits, and they're all numerical. I feel like they would probably pepper in some letters and stuff, you know, just to increase the odds of you being able to hack in there. Right, why would the... And it would probably be like a 36 combination. Why would the, why why would the code for one? the nuclear missiles be harder, uh, less hard than my bank account? Would, like... <laughs> right? And also, uh, I don't know if you know this about the nuclear facilities in our country... They still run off like five-inch floppy disk, cause they dramatically need to be updated, but they have not. Yeah, but I don't know if they're connected to the internet, honestly. Yeah, but build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's his face continues monologuing to himself, and we cut over to, uh, I don't know, Angel Grove, where the where where the kids live in somewhere on the east coast or west coast. I'm gonna call it Angel Grove until we remember or they say where they live. I don't think they've actually said, so you Robert could Ellen correct. Turing High School is. And uh, we're at that DIS where... <laughs> we're at that DIS. Where Judy's boyfriend works. I forget his name. Nance? No, the, the guy. Oh, Mark Rowan? Yeah, Mark Rowan. Where he works. And Nance and him are walking into uh, the main computer room where uh, Stan comes up and he's like yeah we got uh, you know the sorcery's hacking into the thing we tried to bypass it but he's two steps ahead of us maybe more oh fuck he hacked into the, launch, the nuclear launch code website place on the internet like, what are we gonna do uh, f- fuck if i know they they really have no plan or contingency for this at all they, they have no plan ever just people looking at computer screens waiting for stuff to happen Waiting to die, it seems. And uh, you're just like, ah, balls. (laughs) It's level, threat level 10 now. What were we at before? Seven? Now we're at, okay. I feel just as much fear as before. Uh, So we cut back to Alan Turing High. And uh, Vera is doing a TED Talk about time. And Parker is enraptured, but Austin does not give a fuck. He is uh, pantomiming. He's doing some freestyle walking. He's uh, pantomiming, uh, skateboarding. I think because he's just a he's just a cool dude. He's ju- he's he's a teen. Parker is walking, and like staring into Vera's malaficionda talks. <laughs> like, yes, it's really unnerving. Yes, indeed. Also, according to the uh, reboot wiki, which I just found, uh, they don't mention where Alan Turing High is, oh, what good. town it's in. So, it's in any town, USA. Yeah, I'm gonna call it Angel Grove until proven otherwise. Severus so is talking about uh, how time is the fourth dimension and blah 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 blah, and Parker's got a boner but then she does the the pigeon neck head bob thing. She notices that there's a nuclear a nuclear website being hacked into. And at that same exact moment, Mark Rowan pulls up in his BMW. And he gets out of the car and his collar is popped to the fucking ceiling like it is he looks like he's wearing a Dracula cape. <laughs> How else will we know that he's a cool guy? And also, maybe it's Windy. He's trying to block his fragile neck. He didn't bring a scarf today. First of all, the rest of the, the children are all just wearing light jackets. Yeah, well, maybe he's, he's... wearing that heavy coat with his popped collar. Maybe he's from, like, the somewhere at the equator. Maybe he was stationed somewhere in Mexico, and he's used to warmer weather. Just to pop his collar? Yeah, to protect his fragile neck. He probably just has a tattoo he doesn't want the kids to see. <laughs> Is there a dollar sign tattoo in your neck? Are the are the straight lines through the dollar sign dildos? What is that? It's no, made of penises. They're sure. penises, yeah. <laughs> That's how I get my money. Apparently Mark Rowan was able to decipher that they are, in fact, the kids going into the internet and doesn't seem to care a whole lot about that. He's like, hey kids, there's the sorcerer's attacking a thing and we need you to go save it. He uses a lot more words than I just did. I feel like, um, uh, what's that one's name? Austin. <laughs> uh, now who's me? <laughs> I have to be really hungover to be at your level of being able to tell people <laughs> apart. I know who it was which. I just don't remember their names a lot. Austin makes like a really pathetic attempt to be like, maybe you should call the military. We don't yeah. we do not do things like that. We're definitely not the internet kids. Yeah. But Mark Rowan's not really having it. Um, he's, he's, I wouldn't have come to you if there wasn't any other option. And he says it with his dreamy eyes. So Parker listens. Mark Rowan's like, I saw this rap on the internet. I know it's you guys. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he did. But apparently Mar- he just left his job spontaneously to go talk to these children. Is school over? Like, kids are wandering, but they seem to just be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> maybe like, they're
0: still on their way to third or fourth period or wherever they're going. <laughs> there's a lot of kids on the campus just wandering about, but that doesn't seem to be an unusual thing. Uh, and, like, you, as an adult, you can't just go to a, a school that you're not, you don't have kids at. I guess they were outside. Yeah, he didn't go inside. I don't know. Just It's, it's all around weird. Uh, we cut back over to the sorcerer's disgusting lair, and he uh, has successfully gotten one digit. So one down, 11 to go. I don't. And apparently he's going to do it in fucking 12, like 13 minutes. I don't understand. Is it just running through all the different numbers until it picks the one that lands there? I because guess. it should happen really fast, if that's the case. Yeah. It should happen in 10 seconds. Ideally. I mean, it is a twelve-digit code. Like, there's a you know, there's a lot of combinations. But how does it pick one number without yeah. getting the rest? I would get it. I would understand if it was just trying random combinations of numbers. Yeah, because if it picked up that nine goes there, then it should have like had a strict because it was in the last four digits. So it should have picked up the first several beforehand. Yeah. It's it just randomly figures out numbers. It's almost like um, it's not real. <laughs> It's almost like somebody didn't do any research before writing this. So all the kids are in room zero. Um, Trey and Tam-Tam weren't with the other two, but they uh, got pinged. They're here now, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. So the kids go on the internet, like you'll do. Um, Vera stays behind, as she does, to watch the counter. Yeah, to look casually terrified. Yeah, (laughs) that's her job today. Pretty easily, the kids just hop in the codex and fly pretty easily that's the easiest part of their job is just getting in their ship and going somewhere yeah that's why i said it was pretty easy get out of here so we cut over to the dis and mark rowan shows back up and nance is just like thanks for coming back asshole we have a situation here but she seems pretty cool with it so maybe he's higher up than we thought during the court he got a phone call so he knows that the the guy who bumped into the sorcerer you know he was there in person and nance is like was he able to id him It's like no. no we had a hood on <laughs> maybe he brushed his teeth for this event so he looked completely different took a bath <laughs> we know he didn't he he looked just as gross so the kids come up on the clock thing and the sorcerers up to three co- or, uh, digits that aren't consecutive luckily the the clock code thing has the numbers around it in a ring so yeah even though that's too many digits it's only supposed to be 12, and there's like 20 there. Those other ones are unrelated. (laughs) Those are backup numbers. Yeah, those are different codes. Uh, So the DIS helicopters that were taken over are still there. And Vera does a thing where the codex emits like a magnetic wave and takes them out. Seemed really easy. Yeah. at this point... Why haven't you been doing that the whole time? Yeah. At this point, why don't you just destroy the thing? If you, you know, completely disable the codes, then he can't use them. And everybody's safe. From nuclear annihilation, or if you, what if you destroy that and then there you don't need a code that you could just launch it. It's like taking the lock off of your bike, you yeah, know. I suppose, and I there's probably other nuclear launch sites as well, but it buys you some time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But the kids hop out and they get on their fly jigs and the sorcerer's up to five digits now. The suspense is killing me. Yeah. Is everyone going to die in fiery hell? <laughs> probably not. It'll probably be fine. Um, and the the sorcerer sees the the dropping guardian code. He's like, ah, fuck the guardians. As though he didn't anticipate this happening. Yeah. Oh, uh, these guys. He didn't send any other, like, he just has the DIS guys there. He didn't send Megabyte or any of his troops or even a new thing that he developed. He's not, why doesn't he just build a new virus if he's so good at hacking? I don't know. Okay. So the kids hop down and they murder all of the uh, DIS things that were taken over. Pretty handily. Because, again, they are one-hit kills. Though, we do find out that Trey has an attack called MAGFRAG! And why wouldn't he? So, the the website... Is this a website? I don't know what the fuck this is. It's a nuclear launch place. (laughs) Thank you. That's very hopeful so uh, it's got gears as we mentioned and one of them just leads inside of it there's no defenses at all so well the there pl- were defenses but uh the sorcerer <sighs> killed them yeah but they're super shitty so the the plan is parker and austin are going inside to f- do stuff and for defrag and enigma are staying outside even though uh it- Enigma or Tam Tam is the most lithe, most lithe of them, and would probably be able to do her hyperlink up to the top pretty quick. Quick, uh, she stays outside. Don't tell them what to do, Sky. <laughs> sure. So uh, Stan comes in and he points out to Nance and uh, Mark that uh, the green falling code is there now, and they're like, "I'm sure it's connected to the sorcerers." Yeah. Every time he shows up, they also show up and stop him from doing stuff. Mark Rowan, very. Uh sly like he goes but maybe they're just trying to help us <laughs> and then they're like yeah right dummy i'm sure all the time to- it's just been coincidence or something uh and she's like we need to stop world war three and then this is the what's his face gets another co- digit so he's got six digits he's halfway there 12 digits doesn't seem like enough digits to protect us from nuclear Armageddon. so i'm saying so uh stan is busy making up a new malware And they continue arguing about uh, codes and whatnot. And apparently this new thing is just going to delete all of the code. Including the Guardians, probably. So Mark texts uh, the kids to let them know that they're probably going to get hit with the the dip from Roger Rabbit. Because all of these attacks come out as a spray for some reason. But the kids, of course, we know, leave their phones behind. They they can't get signal inside the internet. So they don't see that. And Vera being cool doesn't uh, open up... Uh, Austin's phone to look at his texts. What are you doing? I was trying to see how many numbers were in a nuclear code. Oh, they probably don't put that out. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> well, check check Trump's Twitter. Yeah, It's probably on there. Because he's bad at everything. Yeah, this Wikipedia is just about the nuclear football. Yeah. He's a briefcase. Sure is. Um unrelated i i was listening to super sentai bros and they referred to donald trump's mcdonald's thing as the bad president's trash feast <laughs> bad president's trash feast which i thought that was very good wording <laughs> he put a he put a golf game in in the white house uh, like, a, like like a, an electronic one yeah like where you can like swing your your putter or whatever and it is like a, a blanket or something uh, you yeah calculate your your drive um and he, it's it's literally like a movie where a kid becomes president, and he's like, McDonald's for everyone, putting video game in here. He did wander away while the he- Speaker of the House was trying to explain budgets to him, and then he turned on the TV. Oh, boy, guys, we're going to die. Um, yeah, maybe they should give the nuclear codes to the <laughs> sorcerer. seems more... This This podcast has gotten very political today. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we elected... all of our conservative <laughs> listeners. <Yeah. laughs> well, good. Just Did you hear him of... talking like a fucking teenager about the how he's going to get the wall processed? He's blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. We're going to go to court. And we're going to override the court. It's like, why are you talking like... You're a 70-year-old man. I saw a picture of the omelet bar at uh, Mar-a-Lago where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it, there's such it's... an emergency, he was able to take a short vacation. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it, uh, the pans are all greasy and dirty and like, it's not fancy and there's just ketchup, Ugh. like bottles of ketchup. That sounds that's like, that's how good your omelets are. <laughs> it sounds like Trump. Also, it costs like 20, uh, $250,000 a year to be a part of that. And they're making you stand at a goddamn omelet bar. Yep. <laughs> uh, you want to burn it down? Let's burn it down. Say, you can't say that on here. I sure can. They're listening. <laughs> Anyway, these are the two guys that got killed because of what one of them said about the president. <laughs> Whatever, I've had a decent run. Uh, so meanwhile, back Not in the that internet, decent. And sorry, right. uh, Vera uh, is flying the the Codex around, and she's shooting uh, DIs plane or helicopters rather. Mm. And uh, the other two have pulled out their uh, their flamethrower thingies. I forget what they're called. Code scorchers. Uh, something like that. Meanwhile. Uh, instead of just using their fly-a-ma-jigs, Parker and Trey are climbing up gears and hopping like it's a video game level. Like, I mean, they are the best at this video game. Yeah, but I feel like that video game is just like a first-person shooter slash. Yeah, that, you're smasher. not you're not in a clock in that video game. I bet. Yeah, seems like a very complicated background. So again, just use your fly-a-ma-jig and you don't have to almost get smooshed by ge- gears. This guy—they have to fill up 22 whole minutes. <laughs> sure do. Parker almost gets smashed because he's not good at stuff. But then he doesn't because Austin is good at stuff. Yeah. He does backflips and whatnot. And eventually they make it to the top and uh, there's a, s- a series of rings that spin around uh, sequence of numbers and Austin um is, you know, the hacker guy.
1: No. Parker. And now he... Parker's the Yep, hacker.
0: you're right. I said the wrong thing. And he pops out his fly-a-ma-jig. It's like, why did you wait so long to do that? And he looks at it through his code visor. And he's like, "It's so complicated. It should be. That's the whole idea, man." He goes in there and he tries to uh, stop the hack. And he notices that it's recalibrated, or it's, the code is reset every 24 hours. So he's gonna reset the t- clock so that it's tomorrow, so that a new code is processed. Which isn't a bad I was plan. Just say, it's not the worst idea. Yeah. Um, except for the sorcerer is going to have the numbers in two minutes. And then he's yelling. We cut over to the sorcerer in his, in his hovel and he's yelling at the screen to go faster. And then he just does that. Like he's, he's bitching about the constraints of technology. And then he looks at his internet box and he's like, Oh fuck, I can't make it go faster. And he, he just, why, why didn't you start with that dude? Cause they have to fill 22 minutes. Maybe they could have written a more interesting story. Sky. Yes? No. Okay, fair enough. So this it goes a... from two minutes to 58 seconds. This is a show where um, our heroes had to chase a cat once, <laughs> but also one time they had to stop nuclear destruction. It was an internet cat, and it <laughs> coughed up a ball. <laughs> Oh. Shows all over the place. It really is. So we cut over to regular DIS, and <laughs> everyone is just staring at the screens, not doing anything. Uh, Stan is pushing a few buttons. Yeah, Stan is the only one working. Uh, everyone else has taken a union break. Um, and then we cut back to the uh, the internet thingy, the nuclear launch code thing. And the new DIS malware is there, and it starts fighting the old DIS hacked malware thing this is, no what's shown up is the anti-malware sky yeah that's what the other one is they're both anti-malware oh well you Except called one malware. got hacked i was oh. confused i probably did it's, it's, just, it's hard to describe stuff <laughs> that's the the, that's the whole thing we're doing here <laughs> yeah and it's hard like we mentioned before the 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 new code is isn't differentiating between every, it's just gonna wipe the whole thing as it should yeah and uh, but you'll remember that Trey and Tam Tam are both outside, so they have to protect themselves. So Trey remembers that he has that bubble shield thing, because Parker's not the only one with the shield, and uh, he protects uh, Tam Tam. And he's like, "Oh shit, it's draining real fast." And then we cut back inside, and Parker is you know, rearranging stuff, and uh, the whole place just starts spinning, spinning real fast. Because he sped up time. Yes. He hacked it to go faster, so instead of just like resetting the clock, he's yeah. going through the whole day. Um, but but it's not going fast enough, so says Vera. And then Austin says, "The hell it isn't!" And hops on his skateboard and flies out of the the, the place. The hell it is! <laughs> and he pulls a Superman where, without touching it, he starts flying around the website, and he somehow increases its speed based on internet physics of, and wind, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't know what's happening, but he, I feel if he had just reached out and touched a part of it, that would have made me feel a lot better, but nope. He's just flying around it real fast and that speeds it up enough. The other two who are outside also don't do that. They don't help at all. Us all in Austin. Uh, and then the sorcerer gets the final digit anyway. Uh, but luckily... So it was all for naught. Yeah, everybody dies. <laughs> the end. So Jake, what was your... No, um, <laughs> he gets the code, but Austin doesn't stop spinning around it, so it does reset. And the uh, sorcerer is just about to hit enter, but then the code changes! Fuck you, the sorcerer! And it's just like, well, why doesn't he just use his new upgraded fast thing to re- redo this? Right? Uh... But instead, he throws a fit and yells, impossible! Even though every one of your plans has failed so far. But sure, 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 sure. The thing's reset. The day is one. And Stan is like, hey, my malware didn't actually fix this. Or my anti-malware didn't actually fix this. Something else did it. Mark Rowan knows. Yeah. He gets, was a, gets a little smirk. And then Nance just like, I don't give a shit. Just flush all of the dark code out of there. He's going to launch a bomb, dude. Uh, so everybody gets out of the clock thingy uh, Trace feeling sick to his tummy because he doesn't do well with spinning or entering the internet and then all the kids leave they won hooray and the malware starts shooting internet water all over the uh, the launch code thingy and then the ki- the Vera pilots the-, the codex to do a barns follow as the kids jumped off so instead of their fly jigs, they all fall into the uh, the Codex, which is actually kind of a cool shot. So, uh, the kids rematerialize, and they're all kind of looking unsettled. Uh, Trace says he still feels like he's spinning, and Vera, as per usual, is just standing at the base of the Stargate. It's where she waits like a dog when you come home. Yeah, she's excited. And then she says, Parker, I have a thing for you. And then she smooches him on the face, and he looks stunned. And she just smiles at me. He's like, what was that for? I'm really uncomfortable about how excited everyone else w- uh, was yeah. to watch those robot and man kiss. Yeah. And then she's like, well, in the end of all of the movies, the, the guy what saves the day gets a smooch. He's like, you know what they also do? Uh, he definitely has a full on boner. Right now, I'm sure. Tell. I kind of expected him to sit down heavily, but I'm kind of glad he didn't. But then uh, Trey walks by him and smacks him on the shoulder. And then Austin comes over and puts his hand on his shoulder like, you didn't really like that, did you? (laughs) Because I can kiss you so much better. (laughs) Uh, Is she better than me? (laughs) So they all leave school again. uh, And Mark Rowan's just there again. DIS is very close to the high school. And he's like, hey, good job, kids. And they don't even try to tell him, we're not the Guardians. Yeah, they don't even pretend like and they're not weirded out that this man knows and was right where they were going to leave how long do you think he was waiting there i don't know i've been here for 45 minutes you guys what are you doing <laughs> tam tam is skeptical because she thinks that he set them up to be murdered uh, he's like oh i didn't check your phone i sent you a text and uh, but like, you can't well, bring I'm... your phone into the internet right and for whatever reason, Austin didn't immediately check his phone when he picked it up. Because he just left it on the counter. It's not I mean, like I was guess an... everyone he knows is there. <laughs> Mom isn't. Oh, yeah. Mom's called. <laughs> That's fair. So, Roland's just like, yeah, they, we deleted all the dark code. You guys did it. We all did it. And we added more firewall stuff. And the sorcerer's locked out. So, don't worry about the nuclear launch codes. Yeah. For now. <laughs> We're definitely all... Mostly safe. Well, here's what we did. We added a 13th digit to the <laughs> code. It's an exclamation point. Don't tell anyone. Um, So he uh, mentions to Parker, that was a pretty good idea about changing the clock date. And maybe you can get a job at the DIS. And the kid's just like, yeah, I'm in high school still. Maybe I'll finish that first. I'm a child. Yeah, so they walk away and they're like, let's go get some pizza. And Parker's, or not Parker, Trey says, I never say no to Zah. You know how the kids talk? And then we cut over. guy, that is how the kids talk. Is it? I don't know. I don't think it is. So we cut over to the warehouse. The sorcerer is throwing a fit and smashing old computers or something. And he's... he keeps the garbage around for kicking. I guess. He does have poor rage control. Remember when he tried to blow up the world just then? <laughs> uh, and he says to himself, the guardians have. Stop me for the last time, just like he said multiple times before. He said every fucking episode yeah. since this thing started. And he's like, I'm gonna find them and get their technology. We're going to eat their butts. <laughs> he swears vengeance like a villain does. Like you'll do. There's a stop button somewhere. I hit on the there. stop button, but it didn't do a stop. Oh, button. you have to hit back. I don't know why. Which one's? The... Oh, there it is. This is the one what says back? Yeah. Yes. So, yes. good, good, good job, the sorcerer. Great job, everyone. You live to suck again. So, Jake, what, what was the most turtle part? Oh God, I don't. know. I'm too hungover to care about <laughs> any of that. I don't know. Probably, probably that clock. <laughs> that clock was all right. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, I'm gonna say that the threat this time around was nuclear Armageddon. That's yep. pretty turtle. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. Who was the most likable or effective character? <sighs> Mark Rowan with his fucking popped ass collar. <laughs> was that effective or likable? Uh, both. Both, was both. kept was his both. neck warm. <laughs> it was also very likable. It's true. He did look like a little bit like a soccer hooligan, but it was good look. You're a soccer hooligan. If I play my cards right. I'm going to give it reluctantly to Parker because he saved the world from nuclear Armageddon by having a good idea for once, yeah, on top of things, he finally got smooched by a robot like yeah. he's been aiming for since we started this whole <laughs> like thing like we all want. I really want to know what Vera is. <laughs> we're not gonna find out. I know, but are there are there wires in there or is it blood? Sky, I think it's up to you to write the fanfic. I <laughs> guess we'll see. oh. <sighs> So, Jake, huh? what'd you do for a pop culture palette class? Oh, goddamn. I uh, i don't know. <laughs> I read some comics. How many beers did you have last night? I have no idea. Tw- so it was two. Yeah, definitely wasn't closer to 20. Um, <laughs> Ever notice how it sounds like a lot, eight glasses of water, but then you can throw back like 20 beers? Yeah, I drink. I don't drink eight I mean, it's mostly water. water. Yeah. Yeah, I just got caught up on comics. I didn't, we didn't watch anything. I think we watched an episode of Mrs. Maisel. Hmm. Um, hopefully this week I'll watch Umbrella Academy, though. I didn't have time. It came out on Friday and I've been doing stuff. <laughs> I, on the other hand, did start watching the Umbrella Academy. Don't ru- don't ruin it for me. Um, It's fine. <laughs> this is the best we could hope for, I think. Yeah um it's got to be less confusing than the newest arc of the comic so well here's the thing they took apocalypse suite and they took god save the president and just kind of smushed them together that's kind of what i thought when watching the thing i was like i think these are from two different stories but yeah. i wasn't sure we can talk about it after you've seen it but i've got some thoughts okay uh, yeah hopefully i can just watch one episode every day this week and yeah. knock it out they are long episodes yeah, I checked there an hour. That's, otherwise, I would have watched one already. Sure. But yeah, I didn't do a whole lot else. Um, I feel like I watched something that I meant to write down and talk about, but that was probably on Sunday. So I don't remember specifically. I don't remember, but that'll probably do it for, for this week. Uh, that'll probably do it for this week. Thank probably. you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at... Fail pop culture with no e at the end you can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com you can follow me i am at sandwich surplus i'm at midwest love affair and we will see you guys next week oh yeah stay frosty stay fresh cheese bags